1: We're going to be looking today in 2 Corinthians chapter number 13, and we're finishing up today our study that we went through in 2 Corinthians. It's been 10 weeks we've spent in 2 Corinthians. I hope y'all have enjoyed uh, the time we've spent together in 2 Corinthians. To me, it just seems like we just kind of started. We're already already to the end, but uh, i really enjoyed it, really learned a lot as far as studying getting ready for these messages in 2 Corinthians. But as we look, Paul begins in 2 Corinthians telling them, telling the Corinthians that he is planning a third visit to Corinth. And in light of that, really you kind of have to look back at the end of chapter 12. And at the end of chapter 12, Paul comes and he tells them that there's still some of you that are here that have sinned in your life that you still have not straightened out, and basically what he tells them at the end of chapter twelve, if you're not straightened up by the time I get there, I'll make sure you are straightened up when I get there. And so he's uh, he's really kind of giving them a warning. He he does not want that this third visit to Corinth to be like the second. Uh, he called it the painful visit. He does not want it to be that way. He wants it to be a time that they can re- rejoice. Uh, Together you know there were some people In the church at this time Even with everything that had been said Everything they've done there were still Some people in the church that had The sins of idolatry And sexual sins That they were committing and Paul was Wanting to make sure that they uh, Were cleaned up some were still Denying the authority That uh, Paul had as an Apostle and some were Still To the point where they were following false teaching, following people that were preaching, another Jesus. And through all that, Paul, as he says, I'm going to come up to you for a third visit, he then comes here in chapter 5 and begins talking about how that we need to examine ourselves and see where we're at. And so let's all stand and look and read our passage today, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 through 10, the Bible says examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are not uh, you are disqualified. But I trust that you will know that you are not, that we are not disqualified. Now I pray to God that you do no evil. Not that we should appear approved, but that you should do what is honorable, though we may seem disqualified. For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. For we are, for we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. And this also we pray, that you may be made complete. Therefore, I write these things, being absent, lest being present I should use sharpness according to the authority which the Lord has given me for edification and not for destruction. Let's all bow our heads and let's pray. Lord, I just pray today as we look in your word, God. Lord, that each one of us here today will examine ourselves. And Lord see if we are in given strength God that we are following Christ Lord if there's someone here today that has never trusted you as their Savior God I pray today will be the day that he will come to know you Lord I pray each one of us Lord, are followers of Christ God, that we'll draw closer to you today. Lord, if there's anything that would hinder your word going forth today, Lord, I pray you remove it. Lord, I pray for your anointing to preach your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all, can be see. You know, as we look here today, I think we can see three things concerning this passage here that Paul begins to speak uh, to the church at Corinth as he is uh, telling them that he's going to be visiting with them and wanting them to get to the place where that he knows that they should be. First, I think we can see self-examination. He says in verse 5, examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. You know, before we can really look at what is uh, look at examining ourselves, you know, first we have to look at how, what we're going to compare ourselves to. And he says, whether you're in the faith. And what did Paul exactly mean by whether you're in the faith? You know, if you look back at the 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13, he told them at that time, he said, watch, stand fast in the faith. Have, uh, uh, be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. You know, before then in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he begins to tell them what the gospel was that he preached. And he told them that in uh, verse number 3 that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and he arose again the third day according to the scripture. You know that's just kind of a concise definition of what the gospel is and what the faith is. Do we Believe truly That Jesus came And died for our sin You know the first thing that we have to believe for that We have to realize that we have Sin in our life That we have all sinned and fallen Short of the glory of God And then have you come to the point In your life Where you have trusted That Jesus Died for your sin That he Did not stay dead but he arose according to what the scripture had said, according to what was planned. You know, that's the plan as it's called, the plan of salvation. Us trusting Christ as our Savior come to the point where we realize we are in sin, but that we realize he's the only solution that we need to trust him for our forgiveness of sin. And Paul said he said we need to Uh, examine yourself is what he told the the church there. You know, if we look at that word examine, I think really there's two things that we can look at as far as him examining themselves. And he told them to examine and then he tells them to prove. You know, first, examining, that word there means to scrutinize. Really, in your life, Have you made the decision to follow Christ? Have you trusted Christ? For Paul, he knew it was an all-important decision. It's it's to, to, as you would, taking a precious metal to an assayer to check the purity. It's the same Greek Word. Hear, examine, check out. But then he comes back and he tells them, he says, to uh, to and to test yourselves. That word test really comes back meaning prune yourself. And it really goes back to looking at like iron when they would prove it, that it was strong enough, that it was the trait quality, that it was where it needed to be. And I think from this, from this passage, really we can kind of look at two things first. Have you made the decision to trust Christ as your Savior? And if you say, yes, I have trusted Christ as my Savior, are you proving it? Are you demonstrating it? In your life. Can others see that there has been a change in <laughs> you? And Paul, as he gives us this verse, he says, Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? And he then he comes back and he says, unless indeed you're disqualified, you know what he comes back and says? Do you not know that Christ is living in you unless you never have trusted him as your Savior? That's what he's saying. Is there a difference in your life so that others know that Jesus is living in you? You don't live the way that you used to live. And if we look in this passage in light of everything that's happening in the book of 2 Corinthians, so many things Paul brings up in 2 Corinthians is showing that he is truly an apostle of Jesus. Because people were claiming he was not an apostle. And it's almost as we got to this point in this verse, that he has come back and he says, you have tried to tell me, prove, Paul, Paul prove it, that you're really an apostle. Prove it to me, Paul, that you're really who you say you are. Prove it to me that Jesus is, has appointed you. You know what Paul comes back and says? (laughs) You've been saying to me, prove it, Paul. I'm going to say back to you, prove it to you, church. (laughs) And so many times in our life, we want to look at somebody else's life and we want to say, oh, look at what Dustin's doing wrong. He needs to straighten his life up. When we really need to be looking at ourselves and saying, those on you are not, that we are not disqualified. Paul even comes back and he ties this in and he said, if you are a true follower of Christ, you'll know that I have to be an apostle of Christ because I was the one that presented the gospel to you originally. But he wanted them to look. And know for sure that they were following Christ. This morning I ask you, do you know for sure that you are a true follower of Jesus Christ? Do you know that you trusted Him? And if you have, have you proved yourself this past week that you proved yourself a follower of Christ? Did someone look on your life and say, yes. They are followers of Jesus Christ. Paul was not trying to talk them out of their salvation. But Paul was trying to make sure that they began to look at their self and see what needed in their life to be surrendered to Christ so that they could be more full like Jesus would have them be. But not only do we see self-examination Paul comes back and he begins to talk to them about shunning evil the Bible says now pray to God that you do no evil he tells them they need to be living a holy life they need to get away from shunning evil and if you look at this verse in verse 7 it kind of bounces back and forth he talks about you And he talks about we. And he talks about you. And he talks about we. And really when Paul is saying we. He's talking about himself. He says. Verse number 7. Now pray to God. That you do no evil. He said you need to be living right. And he says. Not that we should appear approved. You know what Paul is coming back and saying. Paul is coming back and saying. If. If. I'm not wanting you to live right just so that people think that I must be a good apostle because that church I planted over there is doing good things. You know, it would almost be like today me coming back and saying, Kyle, I sure we should live right because when you live wrong, it sure doesn't look bad on me.
0: I'm
1: the pastor and you're living wrong. You know, you need to be living right. And that's what Paul is saying. He's saying, "I'm not asking you to live right, to shun evil, to do no evil, just so that people will think good of me." He said, "No, that's not the reason. Go on down and look." He says, "But that you do, that you should do honorable." He said. Shun evil, do what's honorable, do what's good, he said, though we may seem disqualified. You know what Paul was saying? He was saying, I'm not asking you not to do evil so I'll look good. I'm asking you to do what's good even if it makes me look bad. I don't care. He said, I just care about how you live your life. Paul was unconcerned about his own reputation. He wanted to help the church at Corinth and strengthen their relationship with Jesus Christ no matter what people thought about his reputation. That's what Paul was looking at there in verse, uh, in verse number 7. If we look further as far as us today, you know, the closer we live to Christ, will we move other people to live closer to Jesus? And I wonder how many of us have been more concerned about our own reputation than we have bringing someone else closer to Christ. How many of us Would say, well, you know, if I do, if I demonstrate that I'm totally surrendered to God, people will just think I'm a fanatic. Wonder what they'll think about me. What's that us doing? We're worried about our own reputation, aren't we? We know if I have a prayer before my food, they'll think I'm crazy. I'm more worried about my reputation and demonstrate what Jesus to have us do. How many of us surrender our life to Christ and not worry about what will do to our reputation? You know, that's what Paul was at in his life. He was saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes so that you'll avoid evil and you'll do good. If others see us avoiding evil and doing good, won't it draw them to Christ? If we go on, we can see the shunning evil. But then I think the third thing we can see here is Paul's sacrificial (coughs) example. Verse number 9. For we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. And this also we pray that you may be made complete. You know if we look here, this verse here ties back into what we looked at last week. When Paul talked about last week that Christ was sufficient, And we saw last week how that Paul continued this thing about him being made weak so that Christ could be made strong. You know, here Paul, he says, we are glad that we are weak and you are strong. How is it that any of us can experience salvation? Jesus had to come to this earth Weak and died on the cross. And because He came and was weak and died on the cross, we can experience the resurrecting power that He did. We can experience a new life in Him because of what He did. As if we look just up a few verses in 1 Corinthians 13, verse uh, 3 and 4. Or verse 4 especially, for though he was crucified in weakness, yet he lived by the power of God. That's what Jesus did. He was crucified. He had to pour himself out and give up all his glory so that he could be crucified and die for our sin. But then he was raised from the dead so that we could experience his salvation. You know what Paul comes back? To being an example, just as Christ was. Paul was saying, I'm willing to be weak and I'm willing to suffer all these things that I've already told you about. How I was beaten, how I was uh, shipwrecked, how I had so many problems. I'm happy to do all that so that you can become strong in Christ. Amen. And I wonder in our lives today, What are you willing to sacrifice and give up if somebody else could know Jesus? What are you willing to sacrifice to draw someone else closer to Christ? Paul was being an example of what Jesus had done. Just as Christ was willing to give up everything to come and die for us so that we could experience Salvation. Paul said, I'm willing to sacrifice and give up the pleasures of this life so that you can know more, so that you can know Christ more fully, so you can know Jesus. That's where Paul was at as he come to the close of this letter. That's where he was at as he was preaching them. He was ready to become weak, to suffer so that they. To know Christ. In our life today. I wonder if we're even willing to. Give up a few minutes sleep. To spend time in prayer. That someone would come to know Christ. Mm -hmm. Are we willing to give up our time. To mentor. Someone younger than us. So that they would know Christ more fully? You know what's sad is. In so many people's lives, they've never been willing to take the time to sacrifice their own will and surrender to God that they don't know Jesus as the way they should. So it's difficult for them to say, I'm going to surrender to bring you closer to Christ because I'm so far away from Him myself. Here we see Paul, he was ready. To be that example, he was ready to sacrifice so that others would know Christ. If we look on down to the next verse, Paul said, Therefore I write these things being absent, lest being absent I should use sharpness according to the, the authority which the Lord has given me for edification and not for destruction. You know, Paul come back and he told them, he said, Some of you may think I'm talking sharp to you. I'm not trying to destroy you, I'm trying to build you up. You know, for us, as we deal with others, as we try to be that sacrificial example to them, it should be to improve our reputation. It should be to tear him down. Our motive should be for their edification, for their building up. That's what Paul, where Paul is at. You know, this morning, as Paul's closing out this letter to the Corinthians, he tells them, he said, I'm coming. People come see me. he said before I get there I just want you to check on one thing he said examine yourself you know if you look Paul already told him in the book of 1st Corinthians chapter 11 as he taught and began to give them instruction on how to observe the Lord's supper he said let a man examine himself and actually in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5, when he said examine, and then he said prove. In the Greek, the word for prove is what the word that was used in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty-eight. He said, Are you demonstrating? Are you proving it? that you follow Christ? This morning, so we're going to have a time of prayer. Each one, just during the silence, take some time. Ask God, examine yourself. First, if you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, I'd ask you to thank God, show you that, make that decision. If you know you trusted Christ. Just take a moment, examine yourself, and ask, are you proving, are you demonstrating that you know Christ? Are you living your life where just as Paul he said, I don't care about my reputation, I want to draw others to you, Jesus. Are you living your life just as Paul when he said, I'm happy enough to sacrifice and be weak so that you can be strong in Christ? Where are you at today? Let's all bow our heads and close our eyes. Let's just take a moment. Let God speak to us. Lord, I just pray. God, you're in the quietness of this. We'll to you speak our hearts. <clears throat> pray. Show me my life. What am I we're going to give up my reputation for oh, closer mm-hmm. Lord, am I ready to make a sacrifice? others will come to know. I speak to each person's life.
0: So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.